I bought and traded my way to 100% time and range with my blood sugars. And in today's episode, I'm going to show you how you can do the exact same thing. And I guarantee you it is not what you're thinking. Now, in today's episode, I want to walk through the steps that it will take to get you to 100% time and range, or at least very close to that without giving up your quality of life. However, there is absolutely a cost required. So today we're gonna get deeper into that. I got a story for you, some epiphanies that I had in my own journey. And if you don't know who I am, my name is Matt Vandevecht. I'm a certified master fitness trainer and nutritionist living with type one diabetes. And I use these videos and podcast episodes to share my journey, my knowledge and lessons learned so that you might be able to learn from them without having to make the mistakes yourselves. So with that being said, let's hop into our theme song and then we'll get into today's lesson. I've spent the last 10 years pushing the limits while identifying trends and patterns in my type one diabetes management. Follow along as I learn, apply, and share the fitness, nutrition, and lifestyle strategies that I've learned from diabetes experts around the world. The real question is, how can we live fearlessly with diabetes while maintaining stable blood sugars? This podcast is here to give you the answer. My name is Matt Vandevecht, head coach and co-founder of FTF Warrior, and welcome to Part of My Pancreas. Over the last couple of days, I have been solo parenting while working, while trying to continue training for my triathlon and get all these things in place. And it has been chaos, pure, absolute chaos. And it took a toll on my diabetes. Not going to lie, just full transparency. I hit 200 probably daily. Um, in some cases, more than once. <laughs> it was not a fun experience, but the lessons learned, I think you'll uh, appreciate today. So I want to share this with you and also just remind you that in no way am I perfect. You know, I talk all the time about like this last week was still 93, I think it was 93% time and range for the week. This is, there's a way to do that, right? And still even living in the chaos of life. But all that to say, I still get numbers that I'm like, oh, that was unfortunate. So that being said, solo parenting, first of all, uh, the utmost respect for single parents who also work and have kids and try to do everything and have type one. It is difficult <laughs> to say the least. Uh, and I've just got one kid right now. Uh, and she's amazing. But all that to say, I noticed something about my blood sugars that I think you might find helpful. Now, during this whole solo parenting experience, because my wife was traveling and having a blast, uh my blood sugars were a bit more difficult and there's my blood sugars actually notifying me that's that's my cgm alert uh i'm fine by the way uh it, it's actually gonna expire in like two hours so i have to change my sensor now diabetes just always rearing its head in life right anyways during this time solo parenting i found the days that were absolute chaos like back-to-back -back events quick work meeting go take her somewhere else to get babysat for two hours so i can do client coaching calls and then back it's bedtime and all these different things those days were insanely difficult to control blood sugars like yes i still was able to like i like i said still maintained above 90 percent time and range but it was a lot of effort like more than I'd like to continue if that were my daily norm. Some things would have to change, right? But on the days where things were more spread out, a lot more time between events, it was like, okay, we have a hangout here with my friends and over here we have lunch and you know, way over here in the day we have our bedtime routine. So much simpler. It was insanely easy, right? And with diabetes, that was the key that I noticed was we have these big time windows 
of breaks, essentially, you can make small micro corrections and adjustments to blood sugars where you check in, you know, once an hour and you're like, oh, a little bit high, give a little insulin Oh, a little bit low, eat a little sugar. Right. And it's these little micro redirects that were so simple when I had multiple hours to take care of these things. But it's when we have these events that are stacked on top of each other, when life is just in pure absolute chaos, that it's near impossible to make micro corrections unless you're already perfectly in range and nice and stable. Right. So uh, on the days that were were less chaotic for us, where I had the opportunity to redirect blood sugars and play nice with them, even if I went to 240, I think that was the highest one that I actually did hit. I was able to give a correction. And by the time we got to the next meal, I had no insulin on board, which if you don't know that trick, that is the golden nugget of this episode. Well, probably one of two. I'll give you a second one in a little bit. But I insulin on board, if you have a ton of insulin on board, that's essentially potential for blood sugars to change, right? But you don't truly know if they are going to change because there's a number of variables that go into blood sugar management, which is exactly why it's so much easier when we have a big time window to make small adjustments too. Why? Because we're reducing the overlap of different blood sugar variables. Think of it like this. If you eat a meal, well, let's say you take your insulin, you eat a meal, go for a run, run out the door to work, take a shower, and then go straight to bed, and you have insulin on board through all of that, good freaking luck (laughs) trying to keep blood sugars in check. It is the tightest of tightropes balancing act with the unicycle and you're over a cliff that you could fall off and and just not go well right the more factors you stack on top of each other the more chaos in your day in your schedule the more difficult it is to a control blood sugars to begin with and b to isolate and identify which of the blood sugar variables are the source of blood sugars not going well think like this if you go high same example we just used Was it that you didn't take enough insulin? Was it that your personalized macronutrient profile wasn't set properly? Was it a delay of the fats and proteins impacting blood sugars later? Was it the type of exercise that might have released counter-regulatory hormones that led into a blood sugar spike from the exercise itself? That's right, that can happen sometimes. Maybe it was stress from the work meetings. Maybe it was Don Phenomenon, depending on what time of day this was, right? There's a number of variables, but, if you were to stretch all of these things out over the course of an entire 24 hours okay i took insulin i ate my food three hours later i exercised three hours later i went to my work meeting three hours later i went to bed oh my gosh it is so much simpler to identify which of those variables was the root cause or at least get pretty close to the root cause of a spike or of a drop and you start to notice these patterns so much more clearly right? This is one of the biggest hacks that I've learned in my life with diabetes is that if you can draw out the time horizon of your your analysis of blood sugars, it's like picking out the answer right in front of you. It's so simple. It's when we have chaos overlapping in life that it's just I'm not going to say it's impossible, but it's very difficult. Like that's where people come to me when they're like, life is too chaotic. I have too many things going on at work, at home, with my meals, with exercise. I don't have time to draw everything out and, you know, give myself these gaps in time to isolate and analyze. I need you to come in and figure it out for me, right? And people are able to work with me on those things 
to kind of shortcut the whole process. Right? And that's one of the things I wanted to, to share with you as well. I mentioned I bought and traded my way to 100% time and range. That is an absolutely true statement. Right now, the way that I got there was twofold. And this is the same thing you can do. You can buy your way to just about anything in life. You go find someone who is an expert in that space and you say, hey, I want to invest in you and you're going to give me the answers personalized to me. You're going to shortcut the whole process, right? And this is what my clients do. Even those on the waiting list, they're waiting to get in to work with us because they know, hey, I can trade you resources for answers and they want that, right? And if that's what you want, great. There's different ways you can apply to work with us and, you know, build that connection to see if it's something we can even help with. And if not, we'll point you in the right direction at the very least. Two, oh, and by the way, buying in, I did. I joined programs, I hired coaches, uh, I bought books, you know, I tried everything. <laughs> I was like, who's got the answer? I, I just need the answers, please. Uh, two is trading. So I said I bought and I traded my way to 100% time and range. Trading comes in a few different avenues. Yes, you can trade resources, right? Like, like buying into something. But what I did was trade time for time, trade energy with time, right? So I experimented on top of paying for coaches and experts and doctors and endos and dietitians, all of their expertise, I paid them. I also because the stuff that we teach is not taught anywhere else. Nobody else talks about the 8020 blood sugar formula. No one else talks about formulas in general. The only diabetes math you'll ever encounter is carb counting and an insulin to carb ratio. Nobody talks about insulin to protein, insulin to fat resistance, insulin to exercise, insulin to stress, um, insulin on sick days. These are all diabetes math equations that you can build out to better serve you, to predict stable blood sugars. Anyways, getting off track. Because that did not exist, I had to buy from the experts and trade my own time, my own energy to experiment, research, go through trial and error. And through that process, I kid you not, over two years of daily blood sugar experiments, daily, it was a nightmare. But on the other side of that, we were able to discover that there's a formula-based approach where you can predict blood sugars, you can stabilize, you can achieve 100% time and range. This is the whole path that I used in order to stay 100% time and range through all of my triathlon sprint workouts, right? Like that's, that's the secret. And so as you're looking at this from a larger scale, like how can I either buy in or trade in the first tip that I want to give you for today is time windows, right? So if I can draw out the time between these different impacts on blood sugars, between these different blood sugar events, like a meal or a workout or uh, giving insulin even, right? If you can drag out the time between those, you'll be able to see the true impact of the blood sugars, which will give you a better chance at identifying and being able to analyze these different blood sugar responses, which then you can start to piece together, right? Like, oh, okay, pizza spikes me. <laughs> Crazy, who knew? <laughs> I didn't know because I used to eat pizza and then ice cream. Okay, great, let's separate those. What happens in isolation, right? So this I hope is helpful just to kind of spark some thoughts uh, with my daughter and watching her. She was great, honestly, didn't sleep. That's a wink, but she was awesome. Uh, first day, it was chill for us. And I noticed that, I was like, this is easy. I can do this solo parenting thing. It's because we didn't have 
events stacked back to back. I didn't have work meetings where I was like trying to juggle her and work and workouts. It was easy because it was just a couple events spread out throughout the day. So if I want to pull out my time and push things out, I'm able to give myself more room to make corrections if I go high, to eat a little snack if I go low, and I'm not rushing into things with a ton of insulin on board, hoping with my fingers crossed that I don't go low. And because most people out there don't have the opportunity to slow everything down to two or three events per day, like I did for those experimental years that I had, what we do is we help people to shortcut that process with our frameworks. And then we come in, myself and other coaches and say, hey, I noticed X, Y, Z. We analyze the graphs with you to help you set these things up, right? So yes, it helps to have an expert looking over your shoulder, giving you the shortcuts, the answers, the frameworks, but understand that even if you're not ready to work with us, which you might not be, that's okay, right? We're oftentimes full. Even if you're not ready to work with us, you can still start to analyze these things by trading your own time, your own energy, your own efforts, and start making progress through those avenues as well. All right, so time is your greatest ally. You want to spend more time looking at blood sugars, analyzing, especially if you're in a spot where you're not hitting 100% time and range, or if you've never hit 100% time and range. The reality is that a lot of doctors, a lot of endos think that that's impossible. In fact, I hear a lot of my clients tell me that their endos and their doctors will say, oh man, if you can get to like 50, 60, 70% time and range, we will celebrate the heck out of you. That'd be amazing. And I'm like, what? That's it? It gets so much better when you hit 80%, 90%, diabetes starts to kind of roll a lot more smoothly, right? When you're not noticing blood sugars spiking and dropping and alarms going off all the time, it actually gets easier as your time and range increases. So what is the secret to improving time and range? Initially, it is time, time itself that must be given and must be uh, watched and observed in order to identify what the heck is messing up your time and range in the first place. All right, so uh, I hope this one's helpful for you. And by the way, uh, there's trainings that we go over that cover more of the formula driven side of things. If you're unfamiliar with that, I 100% recommend going to check that out. It's at diabetesinaction.com. It's a free training. You get an idea for how these different variables that overlap might be causing your blood sugars to go haywire. That's going to help bring some clarity as to how you might improve your time and range. And then, of course, most of our goal, control blood sugars so that we can have a higher quality of life, enjoy things more often. So. Um, I would love to hear if there were any epiphanies or things that stood out to you in this episode in the comments, uh, you know, the time windows or what you think might be causing your blood sugars to go up, go down. But again, if you want to check out a training that we did to introduce you to the formula driven side of diabetes and ultimately how I, again, put it right there, keep blood sugars above 90% and have been doing so for weeks, months, years, predictably, go to diabetesinaction.com. Check it out and spend some time with your diabetes this week ahead. I'll catch you guys next week. Have an amazing rest of your day and keep up the fight.